Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Yes, it is. Nothing but pounds for everybody. No open handshakes, okay? No daps. We ain't doing no daps. Until this coronavirus passes us. That's right. There's one okay. case officially in New York City. That's right. So give it's everybody two. Two? I thought yeah. they said oh, one, one yesterday. Yeah, they well, said today one confirmed. now they've confirmed two. Damn. They yep. said a lady that was traveled to Iran. Iran, yep. yeah. They said that there was one and they said they just tested a husband to see if he had it. Which is very scary because there is no cure. He should have it, though. Yeah, he should, but it, I don't understand. He said there's no cure, but people are living with it and it's fine. So they're just living with it's the coronavirus. There's more people living with it than dying from it. Right? There's a lot more people that are still living that yeah. have been infected. It's you not know, like you get it and die immediately. You know what's so crazy? I was walking through the airport yesterday, and there was this old sign. It was an old sign, and mm-hmm. it was for the bird flu. And I said, well, damn, what happened to that? <laughs> bird flu, was, what, wasn't that an epidemic at one point? It was. I was like, what happened to the bird flu? It was. They are working on vaccines. Didn't bird vaccines. flu turn into swine flu or something else? I don't know. There was a bunch of different flus, bro, at one point. That's all I'm saying. There was. There but was. In the meantime, yeah. uh, pounds, no open no open daps. I don't know if I trust Purell. Why should I trust the same people that make these diseases to give us something that can help us cure it with Purell? And they said when you use those hand sanitizers, you're supposed to wipe your hands until they dry. A lot of times people just put them on and then they let it kind of air dry. You got to rub them, rub them, rub them until it's completely dry. That's right. All you mad scientists, if you really want to infect people, that's where you put the disease at. Put the virus right into the hand sanitizer. Goodness gracious. You get everybody. Well, shout out to everybody that was out uh, at CIAA in Charlotte, North Carolina. This was the last year that it's in Charlotte. Uh, I had a, a, a great time. So many functions, so many people. It's just it, it feels just like a, a big family get together. It's it's a, a lot of people from a lot of different colleges, universities, HBCUs. They come there to celebrate this uh, basketball tournament that nobody ever seems to go to. But I had a great time. We had a wonderful sh- time. Shout out to Chris. We, we do the Breakfast Club Day Party each and every year. That was ram jam packed. Chris, what up, my guy? Um, shout out to DJ Louis V. He's a, a DJ that uh, he's all, he's been with us for a long time. It was his birthday celebration, so happy birthday to Louis V. Louis he was v, definitely up, partying. Yeah, he was definitely. He, Louis V was twisted the whole weekend. So <laughs> shout out to everybody that came that we ran into. Had a great time at CIAA, man. I'm going to be sad that it's going to leave North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't know about uh, Baltimore, D.C. Just that... That Carolina, that country feeling that everybody feels good. The food is amazing. There's so many restaurants. I mean, I guess Baltimore is the same, but I just, I no, just love it. No, it's not. No, I just no, love the South. No, no, well, the thing I like about Baltimore is that I could drive there now instead of having to fly. Like, we always have to fly to that Charlotte. That would be a good thing. Why? Because everybody can fly there. You know, when, when, when you have something in a place where people can't drive, it kind of... 
keeps the guns out. Like, cause, cause you can't fly with your gun. So, you know. You can if you have a registered. You know how many guns in the Carolinas, bro? Yeah, you I can. You, right. you South definitely Carolina. can. What the hell are you talking about, guys? I guess you're right. Come on, yeah. George. People, people don't George's, drive with him. George is right there. Stop yeah. it. Knock it off. What I guess are you saying? You're, right. you're just talking to talk. Man. I guess you're right. And, yeah, and you Baltimore and the Carolinas have nothing, nothing to do with each other. They have no, they're nothing alike. Not even a little bit. Stop it. But, I mean, I guess they have some some great functions, some great parties. They have some great home, some good food. But I just don't know if it's going to be the same. Well, of course it's not going to be the same, but, you know. All right, well, we'll see what happens next year. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Master P and Romeo will be joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. We'll kick it with them. And then what? We got some front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, we'll talk about who has dropped out of this presidential race so far. And we'll tell you who the winner was in South Carolina primary. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, two of the potential presidential candidates have dropped out, and that's Pete Buttigieg and Tom Steyer. So they have ended their presidential bids. Uh, Pete Buttigieg ended his campaign on Sunday night, and here's what he had to say about suspending his campaign. We must recognize that at this point in the race, the best way to keep faith with those goals and ideals is to step aside and help bring our party and our country together. So tonight, I am making the difficult decision to suspend my campaign for the presidency. I will no longer seek to be the 2020 Democratic nominee for president, but I will do everything in my power to ensure that we have a new Democratic president come January. All right, now, while he was uh, giving his speech, they were chanting 2024, 2024. So I guess they're holding out hope. For his next run, also Tom Steyer has ended his presidential bid, but he went out with a bang. Now, he said, if I didn't see a path to winning, I'd suspend the campaign. And honestly, I can't see a path where I can win the presidency. So I'm going to continue to work on every single one of these issues because, of course, I am because I've never stopped. But then he also was hanging out and Juvenile was on stage performing while he danced along. I'm sure you guys saw those oh viral clips. He spent $150 million of his own money to run. I want to know how much Juvenile got, because Tom dropped a bag. He was at Allen University in Columbia, South Carolina. He had Juvenile, Yolanda Adams, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. He had a whole concert. He definitely went out with the bang. Now, speaking Mm-mm-mm. of the rest of the presidential nominees, uh, Joe Biden won the South Carolina primary, and Bernie Sanders came in second there. So that was a fresh win for him. And they said that he also has, in the overall national delegate contest, he has, uh, Bernie Sanders has 60 and Joe Biden has 53. He also did get a phone call from Obama, who still is not going to officially endorse anybody congratulating him for that win. Barack Obama said he's sitting on the sidelines. That's what he said he's doing. Yes, for now, because he said he doesn't want to put his power behind anybody until he knows who the nominee is going to be. Basically, he doesn't believe in none of the candidates. That says a lot about you, though, that you was his vice president for eight years, and he doesn't want to step out there and endorse them. Well, I guess he feels like he wants to make sure that whoever it does happen to be, he's not going hard for somebody else because that could sway people later. That's his explanation. Now, Amy Klobuchar, in the meantime, had to cancel a rally because protesters took over the stage, uh, protesting a murder prosecution. They were chanting Black Lives Matter. Some of her supporters were chanting for her but at the end of the day she ended up canceling that rally and in the meantime 
uh, Bloomberg was in Selma, and he was at the Brown Chapel AME Church in Selma, Alabama. Mm -hmm. It was the 55th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. That's when state troopers attacked civil rights activists who were marching in Selma, and several of the churchgoers did get up and silently protested him by turning their backs to him while he was on stage. Because of the stop and frisk policy, I'm sure. Yes, and other things that they felt like uh, were troublesome want, about Bloomberg. And I need y'all to have that same energy for Joe Biden, too, over the 94 crime bill. Let's give it to all of them. Now, Donald Trump tweeted out the black community brilliantly turned their backs on Minnie Mike because they know he is a pandering phony who never did right by them. And Mike Bloomberg responded, we both know you ran for POTUS to resurrect your dying TV career. No one was more surprised that you won than you. Now you are terrified because you and your aides who laugh at you behind your back and leak bad stories to the press know you aren't up to dealing with this crisis. Uh, the celebrity in chief, Donald Trump, needs to know that they would have done the same exact thing to him if he was speaking in that church in uh, Selma. Come on. Right, they probably wouldn't I mean even have shown up. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey. Take us off Bluetooth, Mama, please. Why you sound like that? You sick? You got the coronavirus? No. <laughs> Why you sound like that? Oh, no. I'm staying away from that. Get it off your chest, you Mama. Um, I just want to say that you guys are really inspiring. You motivate me to do better every day. And I love you guys. Oh, thank you so well, thank much. You, you inspire you us. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, big chocolate the toe sucker. How we I feeling, know. yo? You keep sucking them toes, you'll be the first in line for that coronavirus vaccine, goddammit. I feel like I saw you got arrested or something over the weekend. Did you? No, no, that no. That wasn't you? Listen, Ange, I hear you into working out, and I got some tips for you, girl. You got all this exercise equipment now. You got to use your leg press machine more to get rid of them olive oil legs of yours. You know I don't I mean? have a leg press machine. Now what are olive oil legs? But, but we we got to get rid of them olive oil legs. You know what I mean? Looking like Popeye's girlfriend. And two, I got a great... And when you invite Envy over to work out, you got to make sure you don't drop the weights on his toasted almond toes. This and I got a great already. workout joke, gym joke, right? Man walks into a gym and says, hey, where's the 100-pound dumbbell? Everybody points to Charlemagne. Now that's funny. <laughs> oh my God, this is a weird. Glad you cracked yourself up, big chocolate. Jokes. Have a have a great day. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hello. Hey, what's your name? Hey, what's going on, man? It's David. Hey, David, get it off your chest. Well, you know, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to my uh, fiance, Bridget. You know, uh, she's having my first baby, so you know, I'm I'm excited about that. Congratulations, King. Yeah, congrats, brother. Yeah, yo, thank you, man. Like, you guys, you guys any, have any tips for me? As far as what, being a first-time father? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm scared holding up a newborn. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just need some tips, it get It gets easy. It gets easier. That's all, that's all I can say. I mean, you're going to love that baby so much. It just gets oh, easier. Yeah, at, will, at first, holding the baby is going to be hard. Changing the diaper is going to be hard. Putting in that car seat is going to be stressful. But after a couple of weeks, man, you, you'll be good money. Yeah, the greatest advice I, I can give you, you is love him, man. That's what my mom told me. Just love, love, love your kids hard. Uh, okay, I, I hope he doesn't have my forehead, though. That, that's the only thing. Oh, you know, it's, it's a boy? Yeah, yeah, it's a boy. Mm, I guess I could just say good luck. She, she She's uh, she's about to pop any second, man. Like, last time we went to the doctor, she was two centimeters dilated. So, you know, I, I don't know when, when she's going to get the labor. She's not getting contractions yet. All right, well, you good know, luck, brother. Call us and yeah, let us yeah, know when the baby comes. We believe in oh, you. I definitely will. 
You should name the baby the Breakfast Club. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) You would not be a good parent. (laughs) Have a good one, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, this iPhone Sim, one half of the tag team test. What's good? iPhone, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yo, I need you to drop a bomb for me. Yo, I'm officially down with the faithful male black community. Two months strong, no looking at no other direction of any other females. I'm going hard right we now. We can't bro. drop a bomb for two months, man. Yeah, I, I can't drop a bomb for two, two months, months bro. But, no, no, no. I, I, listen, relax for a second. I will tell you, I'm happy for you. That's I want right. you to keep that energy up. You know what I mean? I look okay. at it like being clean okay. off drugs for two months. I got to salute you. Not, start somewhere. But I start it's somewhere. the winter. It's the winter. You come back to us in the summertime. Nah, not summer. That's too soon. Yeah, okay. summer's good. Right. Give me a year. Let me tell you, listen. A year. See, I, I, I hear I, 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 the hesitation in your voice. A year, King. I'm so serious, right? I'm so serious, right? I lived in my apartment for four years. I moved out and left my crib. I'm all in. I, I phone. Do that? I phone. I, I'm serious. I never seen you post a picture of her. That don't mean nothing. You don't even follow me. You're right. He that don't mean nothing. He posts her all the time. Don't ever let nobody think that you know. You're right. He does. He does. He posts her all the time. I don't follow you. You, you follow me? Get, yes. And I want to get off. Thank you so much, G. And I want to get off my chest. Mellow playing hooky. Got me doing both routes today, my route and his route. Wait a minute. Now, you, you, just told us, you just told us you're not cheating, but you said Melo gave you a hickey. Yo, I'm going to kill you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't post Melo? Melo gave him a hickey? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Uh, hey, ye. Hey, Trav. How you doing, boo? I'm good, boo. How are you? I'm doing good. What's up, Charlemagne? What up, sis? How you doing? Blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. You was hating on me last week a little bit, too, Charlemagne. Never have a reason to hate on anybody, sir. Um, what you were saying on me, Envy was trying to hook me up with somebody, mm. and here you come telling him not to hold me out. Leave mind your business and let Envy do God's work. <laughs> Who was it, Mello? Who <laughs> nah, was it? Somebody else that called that was gay that was looking for somebody. Yeah, I, I don't, like, to send him up with I don't like him just passing you around like a little cheap piece of trade, though, Trav. <laughs> mind, your, mind your business, Charlotte, man. You just let Envy do God's work. Yeah, Trav go. got a new trailer out. Yes, I do. Make sure y'all go stream me and your um, Blind Beauty's new song, Ride. Um, you can go to her Instagram at your blind beauty or mine, aka underscore twin, and just click that link. You ain't gotta follow me. Just click the link and just hear the song, and I promise you, it's a bop. That's Have right, Trav, little fast ass bottom bitch. Look, Trav ain't no oh joke. I'm t- Trav gonna be a star. <laughs> where, where, where that come from, Charlemagne? <laughs> you fast. You fast in the ass. What? What's going on? I don't know where it. I don't know where that's coming from. But listen, it's a Netflix <laughs> um, documentary. About I've, I've called about this a few, um, a few times about the little boy Gabriel Fernandez that was killed by his mother's boyfriend because they thought he was gay. There's right. a new documentary out. Um, On Warren, Netflix. It is a little sad. It is a little um, very much detailed. So if you have kids, I mean, it might give you anxiety, Charlemagne. I'm but not it watching is, it. Like, a really, it, it is a documentary too. Like I think everybody should watch. Nope. Okay. You already, you already scared. That? Why would I watch something and Thanks, you just tell me how sad it is? Why would I do that to myself? Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Envious Quest from Milwaukee, man? What's up, bro? Uh, checking in, man. Pretty good. What's going on, uh, Charlamagne? Quest, Peace King. How you? I'm um, pretty good. What's good, Angela? Hey, Quest. 
How you doing? Yeah, I just want to, uh, you know, express my little uh, positivity today. Uh, shower y'all with some love. You know, that's pretty much it. You know, y'all have a good rest of y'all morning. Oh, and follow me on uh, Instagram, the, uh, the Midwest Vegas, T-H-E Midwest Vegas. Y'all have a good one. All right, bro. Kick. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Sylvester. How y'all doing? Sylvester, what's up? Get it off your chest. I got to thank y'all because uh, at the end of last year, I was uh, fundraising for a, a tech and, you know, coding programming event for the kids out here in L.A. And I called in and y'all picked up. And after I talked to y'all, it blew up and it was a lot of support. The event went great. So I had to thank y'all for that first off. So drop a bomb. We drop a bomb for y'all. All right. That's great. All right, bro. And, and then I, I'm working on an entrepreneurship program. Uh this upcoming month to honor Nipsey because it's out of the school that, you know, he used to uh, volunteer at and donate a lot of money to. And uh, I wanted to kind of get that out there to the people uh, where they can donate for the entrepreneurship program that I'm trying to get started out there. All right, brother. Well, good luck. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Yo. What's up, man? Get off your chest. Hey, man, Charlemagne, I feel as though you 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 slicked out from old Bloomberg all the time, bro. Every morning you be you you got something kind of good to say about him. You know, that is like not true. Agenda. That's not true. Man, I got one. I got one. I, I got one thing to say about him that I like, and that's his Greenwood Initiative, and that is because he wants to create a hundred thousand new black-owned small businesses. He wants to create a, a million new black homeowners, and he wants to put $70 billion into the top 10 most poor bro, bro, disenfranchised you communities. You can't believe that. You can't believe that because what has he done to make you believe that he's going to stick to that? Well, let me ask you a question, my brother. Let me ask you a question. What have any of these people done to make them believe that they're going to do what they say they do for us? So I might as well buy, I might as well buy into the best dream. Hell no, man. But what has he done to make us not believe him? A lot. Oh, he's, I mean, he, listen, he, he, I'm not about to sit here and act like I'm endorsing Bloomberg, but he's definitely dumped a lot of money in the uh, the inner cities and a lot of black mayoral campaigns. But who do you like? Sanders, man, Bernie Sanders. Okay, let me ask you a question. Why? Because. Well, no, you got to give me a reason, because see, I, 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 I can tell you why I like his Greenwood initiative, so tell me why you like Bernie. Because I like Bernie, but tell me why. Hell no, nah, man. No, no, tell me why you like Bernie. I like Bernie because of his agenda and what he's saying. What's his agenda? What What's his agenda? And, and, and what he's been doing, bro. I mean, come on. He's been marching with Dr. King and all. Okay. I mean, he's I, been fighting for So you believe in his, his heart and his spirit I, 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 of what he's been proving I, I don't, for I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. What was Bloomberg doing? I don't, what was Bloomberg doing listen, around that time? King, I don't, care, I don't care about him marching with Martin Luther King Jr., but I will tell you this. When somebody asks you, you like, when somebody asks you like Bernie, at least have oh, one talk. Listen, listen. When somebody asks you about Bernie, when somebody asks you about Bernie, at least have Bernie one talking point. No other candidate was doing that at that time, bro. No, no white, uh, no white politician was doing that. Yeah, we definitely that care time. that Bernie Sanders is marching with Dr. King. I don't. I care about people that have a black agenda. I don't care. Listen, I don't I care do about. Care. I don't care I do about things that make us feel good. I care about things that'll well, actually make us good. Chris, we appreciate. Bloomberg, bro. Come on, man. Bloomberg. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of some of Bloomberg stuff yeah. Bloomberg as well. But only, Bloomberg only entered the race to help Trump out to take some of his Oh, my God. Away. I wouldn't say that Listen, now. Listen. It's all part of the plan, My man. brother, I want to tell you this, though. For, for, for your own good, when Thanks, somebody asks you about Bernie, say something like, hey, Bernie said he wants to erase people's student loan debt. 
at least say something. Don't just say you like him, and then when somebody asks you why you like him, you say, I like his agenda, but you can't just say nothing from his agenda. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, ye? Uh, yes, let's talk about Life Jennings. Now, he has weighed in on Ava Marcel changing her daughter's last name, and he's angry about it. Let's see what you think. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Life Jennings. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Life Jennings, I guess, was catching up on some television and saw some things that he didn't like. Eva Marsal was on with Wendy, and she talked about changing her daughter's last name. Sterling, yes, like we everybody else. changed her name this past year. It was, we went through a lot to do it, but... The, How much more before the actual uh, process is done? Adopt, well, the name change is illegal, so now we have to go through the adoption process. And, I mean, he's making it a little bit easier for us, acting crazy in the public. All right. Well, Life Jennings went on social media and said, I think this is so whack, changing your daughter's last name from her father's to somebody else's, especially when the father tries to see her. The daughter don't have anything to do with their beef. And what kind of man allows that? Ish pissed me off. I expected better out of Eva. Ish personal to me. I've been there. And then he doubled down and said, I said what I said and meant it. If he was a drug addict, there's still hope for him. If he was in jail, there's still hope for him. Never let anybody tell you you're not good enough. To all my loyal fans, your redemption is coming. F what they say. We all fall short sometimes. May all the bridges you break be stacked up and used to stand on to reach the heights God has for you. It ain't over. I swear it ain't. And to that little homie Kevin, get the help you need and fight back for you and yours. Mm -hmm. Clearly that's a trigger for life. Like he said, he's been through that. Yeah, but what what is his life know what's going on in the situation? Is he there? Like, is he friends to the family? Like, does he I know he what's was, actually happening? I guess he was watching, so he wanted to weigh in on it, you know. It's funny because we had a couple on from family or fiancé, and it's the same situation. She's married to someone else now, and she wants to change her daughter's last names uh, to his last name. So, and they actually, the daughters have actually requested that. Mm. All we, right. We can't, we can't sit here and act like uh, why that wouldn't upset a father, though. Come on. If you're, if you're a father and you, you know, have a child with somebody and <clears throat> you're in your child's life and then they change the last name to somebody else's last name, another man, you'd be upset. But he's not in that situation. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with life. Oh, he said it. He said it. He's taking it personal. No, so he's clearly taking it's it happened personal. to him. Yeah, but he doesn't know what's going on in that situation. He doesn't know what, what's, what's going on with even Kevin McCall. Well, I guess he says Kevin McCall does try to see his daughter... Uh, and, you know, I, it probably does depend on if the father is in the life, if he's making an effort. Oh, we know Kevin is definitely trying to see his daughter. Right. We know that. So I fact. get it. All right, Juicy J, he was upset. I saw this over the weekend at Columbia Records, and he put out a song called F Columbia Records. He's since taken it down. But, of course, we have a snippet. Columbia Records till them bitches count their days. Because I got all these chains, they must think of in the slave. They don't want to get in the own no masses, they want to get in the call of masses. Hell no, I ain't going to go. Tell him how you feel, yeah. Juicy J. I love Juicy J, but he's too old to be complaining. What's wrong with your mic, bro? I did. They, oh. they, they want me out of here, so they turned it off. They turned your mic Listen, I love Juicy J, but he's too old to be complaining about... Uh, 
a major record label. No, no. Man, stop, man. He, he might be trying to buy his masters. He might be trying to buy his masters, and they, maybe they fronting on him buying his masters or something. Well, there's a, well, a way to go about it. You're 40 something years old. You still complaining about a major record label? Come on, man. You sound like Meg Thee Stallion. Might be trying well, to buy his masters, I, and it he works. said I gave Columbia Records 20 plus years in my life, and they treat me like backwash. But then he posted, spoke to Columbia Records. We are all good. <laughs> See what I'm See? saying? It works. Yeah, no, you in your feelings? Like, it you works. Too, you too old to be in your feelings about a record label, Juicy J. I love you, my brother. But come on, man. Nah, he might have been trying to buy his masters. Maybe they weren't trying to hear his calls, and then when he did that, they called him immediately. Is that what happened? Do you have some inside information? I don't know if that happened, but we don't know if that didn't happen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, Deontay Wilder will exercise that rematch clause, and they're saying that his third fight with Tyson Fury will be held later this year. So he is going to do that now. So soon? He posted on... Oh, later this year so soon? Yeah. It's, it's only March. In July. Bob Aram said it's supposed to be in July. Yeah, it's going to be Jeez. in July. So here's what he said. That is soon. Your king is here. We ain't going nowhere, for the war has just begun. I will rise again. I am strong. I am a king that can't take my pride. I am a warrior. I'm a king that will never give up. I'm a king that will fight to the death. We will rise again. We will regain the title. I will be back. Now, if you remember, Deontay Wilder had always said to not throw in the towel on a fight no matter what. Well, apparently he was very upset about Mark Breland in his corner, his trainer, throwing in the towel in the seventh round, but he is going to still have him on the team. He said, I understand that my corner and my team has my best interest at heart. Mark Breland is still part of Team Wilder. Yeah, I don't think he should be rushing back into this rematch at all. You know, add a new trainer to the team, refine the boxing skills a little bit, uh, take a couple of fights, see Fury in like late 21, early 22. Well, it's too late. He's, yeah. he's doing That's it. That's too fast, it's summer. man. All right, now CBS is going to retain Tony Romo as an analyst, and they're paying him more uh, than any other NFL analyst in television history. He's going to be the highest-paid NFL analyst. He's getting $17 million per year. Dropping the clues, by the Tony Romo getting that bag back then. Didn't they say, something, somebody say he makes like... 80% more than, than any of the football players that actually play in the league? Was, is that, was that true? It doesn't matter. He deserves it. Well, Odell Beckham Jr. tweeted out, I'm done playing football. I just want to be an announcer now. If you're as good as Tony right. Romo as an announcer, then you should get that bag. Tony Romo is a phenomenal announcer on CBS. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. That is crazy, though, if you think about it. These really those players out there risking their lives, they could get hit one good time and be paralyzed. And They should be getting paid more than money now. Media personalities get that money. Drop on the clues, bombs with Tony Romo again. He's a great media personality. I didn't say he was He's a great news anchor. I just said it's crazy that a lot of those football players and athletes out there risking their life every week, and they ain't getting nowhere near that. That's crazy. That's not true, though. <laughs> this dude's out there making that yeah, type they, of money. There is, but is the majority of the league making that? No. Is half of the league making that's that? That's not the way the world 70% works. 70% of the league making that? The best that? of the best makes that kind of money. That's the way it works. Same way in the sports anchor. The best of the best make that kind of money. Romo's getting that kind of money. When you're the best at what you do, you get that kind of money. And he's probably, you know, they probably can prove it by the numbers. Yes, they're performing. Exactly. Same yeah. thing in the sports world. Those guys that are performing and making those numbers shoot up, they get that back. I think it's great that you could retire from playing and then still have a career after yeah, that. Great. And make a lot of money. I, I just say it wasn't good. I just think that the players need to get paid I, a little bit I, more money. I just wish he was that good as our quarterback. See, one of the beauties about Tony Romo is when he's uh, announcing these games, he's calling like plays before they happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, why the hell you couldn't do that when you was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback? If you know what the defense is going to do, why you threw so many damn interceptions? But as somebody explained to me, it's totally different than being on the field, you know, in the midst of action and sitting back observing it from 
an anchor booth. And God don't like the Cowboys. That's not true. I the Cowboys are the richest uh, franchise in the world. They ain't winning nothing. What's the last time cool. they won? You want the money or the wins? <laughs> the wins. <laughs> no. Nah. You be broken winning? Well, I, I know Envy don't want to be broken just winning. You're yeah, right. exactly. You're right. What the hell is you talking about? You're right. All right, guys. That's why I like my Giants. All right, that is the front page so that's, uh, rumor report. Wins. That's what Breakfast Club, number one rated show, but ain't nobody making no money. Yeah, that's what y'all want? Nope. All right. With those wins come the money, though, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All depends on what you negotiate. It's Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Front page is what we talk about. Uh, well, let's talk about coronavirus. We'll give you some updates. There's a second death that was reported in the United States. Uh, the first case confirmed in New York, and they also tested two more people. We'll keep you updated on that. Also, let's talk about Carmelo Anthony and the Knicks. All right. We'll get, and get into the Melo and the Knicks. Oh, okay. You stuttered. Yeah, I did. We'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with you? Well, the rumor is the Knicks might try to bring back Carmelo Anthony this summer, and this is according to multiple NBA executives. They do have incoming Knicks president Leon Rose, who is interested in that. Leon Rose also was Carmelo Anthony's former agent, by the way. And so now that he's in position... He shouldn't come back. ...as a new president of the New York Knicks... That may happen. Carmela has already praised their hiring of Rose, but said he's going to wait until the summer to make any long-term decision. He shouldn't come back, even though I'm a, I'm a New York Knicks fan and he, oh, I'm a Mellow fan, but they did Mellow so dirty. Unless he sticks him up with some outrageous price, but I, I, Mellow's good in but Portland. But if he's they comfortable love with the new president that you know was his agent. New York turned on him so crazy, I wouldn't come back if, if I was, I was Carmelo. And I love Mellow. If I was Carmelo, Anthony, and because you know these are these are the last years of his career, I don't want to go play for a contender. Why the hell would I want to come play for the New York Knicks and stress the hell out? And then all of a sudden you got gray hairs. Mellow's had a baby face his whole career. You come back to New York Knicks, you're aged like a president. Go to a contender. All right, now let's talk about coronavirus. I'll give you some updates. The first novel coronavirus cases were reported in both Florida and New York on Sunday. The New York patient is a woman in her late 30s. She got the virus while traveling in Iran, and she's currently isolated in her home. She has respiratory symptoms but is not in serious condition and has been in a controlled situation since arriving to New York, according to Governor Cuomo. Now, they have also reported that a second person has died, a male patient in his 70s, in the United States from coronavirus. Coronavirus. With he had underlying health conditions, he was hospitalized. He died on Saturday. So there are seven more cases in Washington State. So there's 13 cases there total. Now of the over 88,000 cases confirmed globally, at least 3,041 have been fatal. Mm -hmm. 29, 12 of those were in China. The U.S. has at least 89 confirmed cases of the virus, according to the most recent counts. Why do you think they do these fear campaigns every 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 couple of years? Because I was mean? walking through the airport yesterday and I saw this old sign for the bird flu. And I said to mm. myself, damn, what happened to the bird flu? Then you start thinking about, remember the West Nile virus yeah. and SARS and Well, they find vaccines. They make vaccines for them, right? And Ebola and Zika. Mm -hmm. They make vaccines for them, I thought. But, you know, they, they're starting, some of the flight, the airlines are not flying to Milan because they're trying to protect from the coronavirus. But I, I'm sure they make vaccines for it and then they, you don't ever hear about that, though. You don't ever hear about the, the cure. You know, they're already talking about the Olympics, which is in July. And the Olympics are in Japan, right? That's not going to happen. So they're trying to figure it out. Right now, they said they do have plans for everything to continue, but we don't know what's going to happen between I, now and July. I thought they said they were going to move them. They didn't say that. They have not, not made that, that decision yet. yet. No, oh. not at all. They're trying to figure out what options they might have. But as for now, it's still on. So I don't know. That's uh, crazy right now. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And by the way, happy Women's History Month. It is March and it is Women's History Month. So I just want to shout out to all the ladies out there. International Women's Day is coming up on March 8th also. So shout out to us. Okay. All right. And that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Master P and Lil Romeo will be joining us. Romeo. So we're going to talk to them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Got a special guest in the building. Two special guests. Two special guests. We have Master P and Romeo. Hustlers, hustlers. Yes, sir. What's happening? See what it is. They came in here with everything. Wrap snacks, the noodles. Look, let me tell y'all something. This is this is the big icon brand. Okay. So nobody had none of these. Yeah, I never seen those before. Yeah, this is this new. So Shout what flavor is it? Honey jalapeno? Yes, sir. Can we right. Right. Oh, right. Right. Oh, on, I think if you're from Brooklyn, you get to eat it first. Right there. We're going to make history right here. I want to try the noodles, actually. I'm going to make these that's later. Let's do that later. Okay. It's good to see y'all together. I was really just thinking about y'all because I saw Romeo's post where he was saying that um, companies told him his bond with his parents was weakness. And, and he's not letting nothing come between him and his parents. And yeah. I was like, damn, what's going on? Nothing's going on. It's just... uh He's good money. Yeah. In this uh, industry, you know, I want to use my platform to to educate, to shed light on things. Mm. And it's sad. I've been seeing just a lot of people out there when they become successful, uh, mm. they forget the reason why they're here. Right. No family is perfect. And it's, it's so much drama going on where they want to pull us apart. And it's just like no matter what, we got to stick together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, to. I, I want to add something to that. I see y'all got the Kobe Bryant jersey. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Man, that was a terrible loss for the world. Everybody mm-hmm. is is moaning Kobe Bryant, but I was more disappointed when I didn't see, you know, his mother and father acknowledged at the funeral. So mm-hmm. I was we, like, we talked about that behind the scenes. We, we wondered why, but I wonder what their relationship was. Maybe they had a strange relationship. But, but that's what we're saying. That you know what I think in families, once you get money. It breaks up families. I, mm-hmm. I see a lot of athletes right. that they have these financial advisors, these agents. Once they get money, we have to educate the next generation on that. You got to be there with the people that help you get there. And I mm-hmm. think that's what our buying is about with me and Romeo. It's like nothing going to break this apart. So you guys are not on Growing Up Hip Hop anymore. Huh? Is that correct? Because I, I saw some stories <laughs> about... Trying to get it straight to it, huh? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I saw story some stories show? saying that you were leaving the show and that you weren't going to be on if Romeo wasn't on. So I didn't know if that was just rumors What, TV? Or... Reality TV? Right. We don't play that. Mm-hmm. I mean... And y'all not... know we started the show. <laughs> right. So, so I figured as uh, but, but, but think about this. It's also about having integrity. And I feel like the show is not going where it used to be at. It's looking Man, like Pops, a love let me just say, look, let me you know? tell you. I've been in this business for 19 years, and I'm at a place where it's all about my inner peace. So uh, even with the show, this is about, it's not about the money. I'm the highest paid on the network, but I had to walk away because I can't sell my soul for money. I can't sell my soul for a storyline. I, I know you said when Angela Simmons was up here and she had things to say, too, about being disappointed because you guys had such a strong relationship and you not reaching Wait, we out. had a strong what? Really, like friendship, relationship, not <laughs> relationship like that. But y'all have known Look, each other for a long time. I got, I got no problems with those people. So mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, I want to wish everybody luck. I want to wish everybody the best. I want to uplift people. That's why I, I left the show. It's right. that simple. It's, it's fake drama. I also think that 
it's so much other things going on in the world and there's so much positive stuff that we are doing. We have products, we have brands, we have all these different things. Like, let's come up with something else. We don't have to do this. We don't need the money to do that. Let's celebrate each other. Yeah, let's celebrate each other. Let's educate. And I think, too, the greatest thing about this, I respect that family. So I don't want to get into a thing with them and, you know, even from with JoJo to all, like, man, come on, man. Like, you're not that tough. So let's, man, we, this is a TV show. And let's yeah. keep it in a TV show world. But my thing is, like Roman said, we wish them the best. Mm-hmm. Great one, because it's really nothing. Because it's a love triangle. Where all, how the, all of a sudden, Romeo, <laughs> Bawa, and Hunter triangle. Like, come on. You, <laughs> you, as a businessman, like, you got to see that, though. That's all I'm saying. Like, as a businessman, and even the, the situation with Bow has been like that our whole career where people wanted to put Pitch us against, against each other. Yeah. Absolutely. That was my idol as a little kid. I put them in my first single. My baby, in the whole world, they want you to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they do to us. And now it's happening as adults, and I'm like, it's not about to go there because that's not what it is. I never had anything with Angela like that. The truth is the truth. She's dating other people in real life, so that's not even reality TV. She's going on dates. You guys probably talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So she's on a social media with other guys, football players, basketball, whatever. It don't matter. That's her business. But we just saying this is a sensitive subject for us because we really lived this. Her baby daddy got killed. Right. We're mm-hmm. not about to play with that for that family or nothing right. to talk about. That's, that's where the Nigga, line is That's crossed. when the line right, was right, crossed. Right, right, like, right, right. we're not doing that. Like, yeah. we really lived this life. I changed my life. You know, we got our first faith-based movie that's what yeah. we came up here to talk about our yeah. first faith-based movie is god is real and people yeah. don't realize if you change your life you could be here and live with your kids and where i'm at right now i mean i went from almost dying in a project getting shot in the face and missed to be able to change my life to be here with my son this is a beautiful thing we should be talking about positive things how to teach the next generation instead yeah, of putting us and, bu- and building families because we feel like we don't want to break that family down on a tv show yeah. so we like man how can we uplift each other and we're not getting into the negative side of it so yeah. I, i'm telling you to be honest with your son i applaud you mm-hmm. and i'm proud of you from walking away from that walking away from the bag most people couldn't do that and god has blessings we got so many things going on to where we don't have to do stuff that's negative to go amongst our family values. And, yeah, I, I, and I don't like the, the fighting yeah. on TV. I think that's whacking the pit. And, yeah. But I do like to see the trials and tribulations because yes. a lot of times, yeah. you know, people deal with stuff and they'd be like, oh, that family's perfect. Nah. No family's perfect. Nah, no like family's you said, perfect. You and your pops, y'all argue, yeah. y- y'all bump heads, y'all mad at each other, but at the end of the night, you know that's your pops. But guess what? Back, we ain't worrying about followers. We're right. getting and bread yeah. together. We got chips. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we, we didn't chips. see enough of that chips. on yes. the show, like seeing the business ventures. Well, that's that you guys... why. But let me tell yeah. you guys, and we, we don't want to talk too much about that mm-hmm. and move on, but that network really going to the drama part to where it's losing its integrity. And so if you lose, we might as well stay in the streets because think about this. They did a, a thing on the episode about Romeo owning ICDC College. That's a beautiful thing. Like, what y'all want him to do? Own a crack house? Mm. Like, let's be honest. Word. We're doing positive things, helping inner city kids, and then the Bible quotes, they made a whole thing about oh, that. Oh, yeah, Pops, that All was right. the thing with me where, yeah, it's a, it's a line cross when you use religion when you use faith, when you use the deceased and you cross that line. Like, even a promotion, we didn't know it was going to be using religion to kind of put people against each other. Yeah. Like, that's whack. And every Sunday, yeah. you guys read the Bible together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even Bible stuff, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, life's not about being perfect, right. but, but that's we believe real. in that's a man really up above. Yeah, that's who I am. So. I mean, I mean, 
You don't want to see us doing positive things. You don't want people to grow. We losing too many rappers right now at a young age. These rappers are not even living to be 21 no more. You know, we've been doing this for 20-something years. We didn't outlived a lot of things that because of the mindset change, me wanting a better life well, for Pops, my family. I want to tell you this, too. You know why we're here? I want to give you your roses because you did change your life. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand this man came from the trenches. Uh -huh. But... You a man, we got Bible study every weekend yeah. because of you. So I just want to give you your roses while oh, yeah. you're here, man. No, I appreciate you're a hell of a man, an icon, a legend, yeah. a blueprint. That's a fact. And yeah. I don't think you celebrated enough. All right, we got more with Master P and Romeo. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Master P and Romeo. Charlamagne? Who do you blame? Though? Do you blame the producers or the consumers? And what I mean by that is you can put out all of that positive content but people don't support it. They okay. rather well, see the drama see, in the but BS. But that's why it's a marathon. It's not a race, dog. Y'all got to realize that mm -hmm. we're not worried about that. Because think about, look where we come from and look mm -hmm. how far we came. Mm -hmm. We have to hold us accountable. And we have to grow. Don't be afraid to grow. Just because you come from the streets, you're going, oh, man, I got to thug it out forever. You think that's keeping it real? Keeping it real, going to jail and get killed, dog, that ain't keeping it real. Just because you're from the hood, go enjoy life. Take a vacation. Enjoy some of the money. If you really got money, you smiling. You ain't sitting around angry at the world. Right. We not angry. Go well, put your feet in some sand, yeah. man. Yeah. Guess what? Even you know if people don't believe, look, man, hold up. Or put your feet oh, in some go. of these. Let's yeah, go. Hey. 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 This the walk around. Okay, you you, you got a new designer? Yeah, all right. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, right. You okay, see that? Stupid. You know what? We Don't hate on us. That's what it be. <laughs> nah, these, these look kind of fresh. Those okay, look they look like, kind of fresh. Those, 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 those. What's dude's name? No, 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 they don't. It's kind of fresh, yo. He's a dope, though. Yeah, I ain't Let me tell y'all something. This the first basketball shoe. You're going to see this in, on some pro athlete real soon. Either, even my kids, Mercy and Hersey, is coming back. This technology is light. P, you on to something with these now. Yeah. I, mean, I, I tried yeah. to tell you. Yeah. Yo, I tried to these tell you. These kind of fresh, yo. Yeah. Those dope. Like I said, on Rome's shirt, you got to trust the real. process. Yeah. God is real. You got to trust the process. Question, how do you make that cool, the faith-based project? All right, let me tell you how. Think about it. I don't care if you're a street person or whatever. Eventually in your life, if you lose something, a loved one, a friend, a relative, you're going to bow down on your knees and realize that God is real. And I think that you can't, how you make that cool is just reality. We going through yeah. that. We going to funerals. We going to churches. We going to weddings. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the whole faith-based thing is about. It's about got, real you stories. You got to know that it's, it's bigger than you. Yes, it's I a mean, bigger just, being just than us. Just look around. It's, it's a spiritual warfare we fighting right now because even with us, we don't support each other. It's like the other day. I talked to Kawhi Leonard. You seen Kawhi Leonard on that? He put, took the Gatorade thing and said he wasn't promoting that yeah. after he made MVP of the All-Star game. But if you look at it, we talked about this before the season started. But since we look like us, we don't think we should do business with us. You know, like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And so we, we know we have a problem and we have these great athletes, but we don't own nothing outside of the basketball. If you look at uh, the guy that owned the soccer team now, that played all these years. How many basketball players we know own the league? One. Jordan. See? Yeah. Think about it. I and mean, it was way after his career was over. So we have to start thinking ownership. But that we got mindset is rare, though, yes. Pops. I've seen a lot of people 
come meet with you and reach out and they don't see the vision yeah. until it's too late. Until it's too late. Until now you got to wrap noodles and that's <laughs> yes. a $5 billion company that yes. we've been eating yes. noodles all our life and we don't get none of this. Yeah. We the first African Americans <laughs> owners of this. Now, think about it, we able to sell these products that we make, we giving back, just like with the bigger product, yeah. this is going to its foundation. Yeah, everything the money going back. is going back, it's yeah. going back to the community. We, we able to build communities, even well, in prison. Other companies is doing that though. What's important about that to me too is that we all have choices on what we want to consume as consumers when yes. you buy a product you can choose from anything you can choose what chips you want to buy what ramen noodles you want to buy but i think what has to resonate with us as a community is the story behind the company yes. that is selling the product and you do have to pay attention to well, is this person invested in our community or yes. are we just giving our money away so so think about this right but we hate on each other. Cause the first thing when I came out with the noodles, they asked, "Well, how much sodium in it?" Well, what up? This a five billion dollar company that ramen making all the money. Y'all ain't asked. Y'all ain't never asked. Y'all never asked that. Y'all never asked that. Look how we hate on each other. And then when we put the shoes out, we say we don't own nothing or I don't like how. Look, man, everything is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's a process. Yeah, I don't understand the mentality. I understand jokes are jokes, but like even when Deontay Wilder lost this week, yeah. right? It seemed like more people celebrated him losing than they ever did him yeah, being undefeated. Because quietly people all didn't want to see that. And they'll that's why they'll go buy products from other people. And we have to stop that. So I think we have to shame the ones that are part of the problems and celebrate the ones that is trying to do right. And me and my pops, we trying to give everybody the blueprint. I think if you're from the streets, this is what you want for your family, even what my pops instilled into me. I mean, I think... My pops, like I said, man, I take my hat off to you because I really don't think you get the roses you deserve. I want to give you all them right now. You never know we're going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Man, you know? my thing is, though, for me, y'all, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the roses again, again. goddammit. Do it again. Right now. <laughs> yeah, my main thing for me, y'all, I, I just want to educate the next generation. Like, it's about educating our people. You say, how do we fix mm -hmm. that? We need yeah. to educate ourselves, whether it's financial literacy. I tell every athlete and entertainer, take one hour out a week and go online and look up financial literacy and see how you can better yourself because we not prepared once we get money because mm -hmm. my whole philosophy is this love people use money most of us do that the opposite and so this is all a temporary success you guys need to realize whatever we do we look at Kobe Bryant however many millions he have he couldn't take it with him Right. So this is a temporary success. You work hard to give somebody else your money in the end. Or somebody else going to take over it and do whatever they want to do with it. Well, it money don't matter. Well, man-made. But even with the God is real, I want to read this real quick to y'all. We had a little Bible study the other day, but I felt it was on my heart. It says, sin doesn't destroy your purpose. It cages it. So I want people out there to remember that. And simply being chosen does not prepare you. If mm. opportunity comes and you aren't prepared, you'll fail. So I think a lot of people just think just because you got talent, just because you're in a position, you're going to win. That's yeah. not always well, the case. Well, I'm going to tell y'all something that I look at. You either want to be a pigeon or you want to be an eagle. The eagles do not fly with pigeons. And a lot of us get caught up into this, man, who's following me and all that. Follow All that don't mean nothing. I think we need to start getting back to having some integrity and don't be afraid to grow up. All right, we got more with Master P and Romeo. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Master P and Lil Romeo. Now, question, what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs right now? Build our circle different. Right. Like, have some people that's going to tell you you wrong when you're wrong. 
not somebody just tell you just because you're making a break because we're losing a lot of young artists because even the older people around them is not telling them the truth. they like, I'm in it for the bread. I'm just going to keep my mouth closed because I don't want this kid to get mad at me. Right. That's right. the worst thing I ever seen, man. Because think about it. You told me to do the, the uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I ain't forgot about you. <laughs> the Kodak day. Think about it. My whole thing was I had no. That was a man, setup. That was a setup, right? The man needed God as he asked for pee. And guess what? I tried to give him guidance because of you. And I'm like, dude, you know you know the money he spent on lawyers and all yeah, that crazy yeah. stuff that week. That, people don't want to see us with them. You thinking I'm saying, I'm going to you making $100,000. But I got a, a deal for you that's going to get you a million dollars. And I said, this I don't know what, what was wrong. Maybe when he get out, he'll go back and look at it. Say, I said, bro, you, you getting $100,000 and you giving the guy 5% or 10%, I'm going to get you a million. Give me whatever you're giving him. What's wrong with that? Right. I posted not want nothing. Oh, well, P got money. He should. How, do I, how am I going to survive? I think white ice is colder. You know and what they I'm want, saying? They want black people to do for them for free. I, that's crazy to me. Yeah, though. I don't understand like, I, don't, I ain't even asking you for no money. I just want the little cut. I'm going to get you a million dollars. Oh, that's owned to me. That's, that's exactly right. Give it to the white man. That's so what happens when you bring it So let me tell y'all something that I, look at, that, I, that I look at, too. Y'all got to look at, even with these athletes. If they was got a, a deal for $100 million, somebody going to bring them a financial advisor and an agent. They're going to give them 5% of that money, mm -hmm. right? They just met that person in three months. That's gonna do that deal for them. That's five million dollars. If somebody in their family, like their mom or their dad, asked them for five million dollars, they wouldn't give it to them. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I even see parents so humble. Man, I don't want to ask my son for nothing. Wait up, you created him. Like he you shouldn't just have to him. ask him. He, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. me, dog. When I make my, I want my family to have. Right. I even want some of my friends to have the ones that was right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But so even I, with right or wrong, like that's why I did that post. Your parents, your parents. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, what is it worth me gaining the world if the people who brought me into the world can enjoy it? Now, whatever you go do with it, that's on you. Yeah. But that's how I lived my life. You even know, even with the tithing. Yeah. Whenever a check yeah, come we, in, we tied. It just like, it goes straight to the people. And guess what? The money just keep coming. That's right. right. And P, I know you got a good heart. If another young rapper needed some guidance, <laughs> I think you would be. I think you would be there for him. <laughs> you had somebody in mind? You know, I changed my life, <laughs> but I still got the streets with me, dog. <laughs> like, he's like, definitely not taking Charlamagne's advice anymore. That man, Kodak needed it though. He did. Look what he had now. He if did. anybody needed it, he needed it. He just a, didn't a lot of people needed, but. But let me you can't give you it to everybody. You have to be everybody. ready to receive it. You have to be but ready let me to tell y'all something right also. now. I do have a rapper that I'm really trying to save. Uh, King Roy Gotti, man. He's a guy that I think could be the next big star. And he just needs the right yeah. guidance. And we praying for him. And I, I just love his style. And I, I feel like he a work in progress. And then uh, I feel like Marcus Clay is a work in yeah. progress. I think he's a serious lyricist. A talent. And uh, OG3. NBA young boy brother, I feel like he got a chance to mm -hmm. make it, you know, and it, but he gonna have to go a different direction. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, just and all my law people, man, that yeah, I'm and with. And your son got an album out. I know he didn't go <laughs> oh, download wow. it, so go support, man. It's called <laughs> Hidden Treasure. Y'all go hit okay. Romeo Miller on there. Okay. Thank me later. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, now nah, to be honest with you, so Rome, people don't realize like you come from the struggle and the pain and the growth to be able to make music for this time and for this generation is a blessing. I, I I feel like for me, music for our family is a passion. Yeah, I don't even look at Romeo as a rapper. I look at yeah. him as a young entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, a boss. 
I never Bob, looked at Let me tell yourself. No, this, this is on a serious note. And this is what I'm going to give you your flowers for, son. You could have went crazy when they were saying all this stuff with Angela about you and even her. I'm proud of him. He's just like, man, I'm really not into this negative stuff. Right. And he, he didn't even say that. I think that made people more mad because he didn't say nothing about it, like nothing bad about her. Everybody was looking. Because if it was me, Charlotte, man, you know, even though I'm in the church, mm -hmm. a minute ago, I would have went crazy. He'd have been in front of the house, in front of the Rolls Royce, look, talking to <laughs> no, let me tell y'all something was even more crazy. You know all the crazy. That's why I'm telling y'all that's just TV. Don't get caught up in the TV. I got so many crazy relatives. They were like, what, JoJo Bomber smashed? I said, what? Yeah. Please leave this dude alone. Man, this dude ain't really about yeah. all that. Man, but yeah, I'm not JoJo. No, on, but that's what I'm saying. Nah, we, had, like, we had family. Man, I had, I had to have a family meeting. Like, bro, y'all realize this man is good people. Leave him alone. Like, man, that's yeah. TV. Don't get caught up. But you know, yeah. I got relatives that's just... They, they don't, they don't know it's TV. They, they don't know it's producing man, saying, yo, say that, Jojo. Yeah, they man. really into this stuff. Like, say, bro, no man, don't say that, man. Look, bro, we about to handle that. <laughs> I say, man, handle oh what? Gosh. Dude, this is a reality TV show. They mm. was told to say that. Even in, like, if you look at people was getting mad with me saying, why Pete talking for Rome and why he met with Vanessa. I'm like, dude, right. that was the TV show. Access, that's business. So don't mix business with right. real life. JoJo should know better, though. You, yeah, you can't be delusional. You yeah. Know? You yeah. Got a real, this is a contract. Yeah. Even like I tried to explain to them, it's like, even if you go to a regular job, you got your employees. You got to go to work. Yeah. You got your work friends, and then you go to, go home to your real life. If you don't understand that's the same thing for reality, whether you're close or not, you can't force somebody to be close just because yeah. you're on TV. Right? Yeah, and then people have to understand that even to just film, you have to get location releases. You yeah. set it yeah. up, you tell this person to job. come, this person. It's not like y'all for real just hanging out and cameras are following yes. you. And, but the thing is, it could be that way with some people, but you got to let that organically happen. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was telling them. I'm like, let the relationships unfold how they're going to unfold. It's that simple. Right. Well, we well, appreciate yeah. you guys for well, joining us, too. I mean, hey, well, Pops, look, I got to say something else, yeah, too. I got to say one more thing, because like I told y'all, I've been in this industry a long time. Y'all never heard anything crazy about me, me, uh, down in women or anything. My whole philosophy on life is I don't got to understand you, but I could accept everybody. So I don't care if you shaking your ass like Lizzo on Instagram. If that's who you is, that's who you is. I don't care if you got a head tattoo like Amber Rose. If that's who you is, that's who you is. But be unapologetically you. Mm. I think that's the sexiest trait a young woman could have. And, um... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm out here looking. I may be single, I thought you maybe had a girlfriend. Not. Maybe I do. Private life is a happy life, baby. <laughs> I thought, I thought, now hold on. I thought you publicly said. Private life is a maybe. You I thought you publicly said, said I have a girlfriend, life. so I can't did, even did be Did you hear that come out of my mouth? I thought you wrote it. So look, oh, no, look. Hey, Pops, I got to say no, something. No, no, look, Pops, I ain't taking no advice from Shardy. I was listening when I was in Minnesota. They had a guy who worked at a chicken place with his Shardy, and she gave this man some uh, crazy advice. That, the man's wife was getting hit on by another man at work, and you told him to calm down and go ask some questions. Listen, I'm just saying, you try, you try to intervene and be like, that's not cool. But then she tried to be like, well, what if that happened with you? I'm like, come on now. Well, you look, know what I'm talking about, the chicken man. So look, yeah, I want to tell y'all yeah, one thing. <laughs> Can we all just get along? Well, thank the you for us. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Miller Gang. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get that to rumors. That was an oldie but goodie. Mm -hmm. Rihanna. What's the name of that record? Uh, Rude Boy. There you go. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. It's time. Spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee oh. on.
on the Breakfast Club. Ah, uh, well, surprise, surprise! Drake put out two new tracks, and those are "When to Say When" and "Chicago Freestyle." Here is a snippet for you of "When to Say When." Thirty-three years I gave that to the game. Thirty-three mil I say that for the rain. Five hundred weeks I fill the charts with my pain. Five hundred mil and I fall back in the six. Finally give you the game some space you need to exist. Michael Jackson issue, but the palace is not for kids. Still women saying it's childish the way we live. Brought a few W's to the six. Baby mama fluke, but I love her for who she is. Baby Wayne and Ted's responsible for this ish. Half the time I question my consciousness in the ish. Other times I question if compliments are legit. Full time I'm out here confident as a bitch. All right. Okay, that's cool. And then here's a snippet of Chicago Freestyle. What numbers do I still have? Who do I know from the past? Hit one, she say she got a man. Hit another one, it goes green. Must have changed foes on the team. Remember when you let me in between? That was 2017. All good, chubs to look around. Find one to see my type. Damn, my dog, and he know what I like. He done found me plenty in my life. Problem is I meet a girl tonight. Then I go and treat her too nice. Galleria credit card swipes. I don't even know if she a wife. But I do know one thing, no. Women, they come, they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday through Sunday, yo. If Drake is nothing else, he's consistent, damn it. He is. And he also put out videos for these, and they fuse into each other. So when you guys get a chance to watch that, I don't know if you did already, mm -hmm. check would, that out. I would love to know why Drake is just releasing stuff on YouTube and SoundCloud and not the streaming services, though. I know it's the science behind it. I just want to know what it is. Because if Drake decides to bypass uh, major labels and sign directly to Apple or somebody, man, he's going to get a half a billy. Maybe a billy. All right, now, Meg Thee Stallion, speaking of releasing music, is saying that her label won't let her release new music. Now, she went live to let people know what the what the deal is. I'm signed to two independent labels. Because, you know, one don't want me to put out no music, and it's real crazy because all I did was ask to renegotiate my contract. Then it became a big old thing. When I signed, I didn't really know what was in my contract. I was young. I, I think I was, like, 20. So when I got with Rock Nation... They was like, do you know that this is in your contract? And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. No, I didn't know. I'm thinking in my head, oh, well, everybody cool. We all family. It's cool. It's nice. <laughs> Soon as I said, I want to renegotiate my contract, everything went left. So that's why there's a stalemate. That's why she's not able to put out her music right now. And, you know, that label that she signed to is Carl Crawford's label, XMLB player Carl Crawford, who also has a child with Evelyn Lozada. Why wouldn't they want her to release music, though? Because, I mean, they get paid off it. So why wouldn't they want her to release music? Well, maybe she doesn't want to release music because she wants to renegotiate her contract. And but doesn't want to give them money. That's not what she I said, mean. though. She said they don't want her to release music. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't see them not wanting her to release what's music. What's going on? She it seems like everything. I, don't, I know that, but oh. it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And... and all you, all you artists out there, being young and not understanding and not knowing about your contract, you can't use that as an excuse. Hell anymore. no. You can't use that as an excuse. You it's can't sad. use, I'm using their lawyers, like, you can't use Bruh, that as an excuse anymore. It's 2020. Huh? How many times have we seen this story play out and that's over my the point. last 40, 50 years of hip-hop? Like, no. Smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Y'all got to be wise. And I guess they're putting her on ice right now because... She's not cooperative with them, so maybe this is them just trying to prove a point. Who knows? And maybe it's for them it's not about maybe. Yep. them making money because we know Carl Crawford has money, so maybe he's just, uh, this is his negotiating tactic. Who knows what it is? There's no reason to be getting jammed up in contracts, though. Not, no, not in this day and age. No way. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. 
All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, we need Jack Brewer to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, he's a former NFL player. Uh, he just referred to Donald Trump as the first black president. What? Now, I just want to talk about the history of calling white men the first black president. Not because, you know, it's, it's not just black conservatives that do that. Black liberals, y'all do that with Bill Clinton, too. But we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next, Sister Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Monday, March 2nd, goes the former NFL player Jack Brewer. Do you know who Jack Brewer is? Uh, Jack Brewer is a former NFL safety who played college ball at Southern Methodist University. He's also an ordained minister and a professor at Fordham University and a black man who is pro-Trump. Now, recently, there was a Black History Month roundtable in the White House, and the roundtable consisted of other black Trump supporters like Diamond and Silk and Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece, Alveda King. Now, we all know Trump's campaign has been courting black voters in recent weeks, and this week, the campaign announced it was opening community centers to court black voters in 15 different cities. Now, what's the science in that? Why is he doing that? Well, because Trump's team is hoping that increasing his black support from 8% to even the low teens could potentially put the president over the top uh, come November. Now, the reason Donald Trump thinks he's good in the hood, thinks he's so good for black America and why he feels he deserves the black vote is because he feels he has improved the lives of black Americans through his Opportunity Zone legislation because of his uh, record unemployment rate for black Americans, which actually started under President Obama. Uh, scholarships for African-American children wanting to leave low-performing schools. And, of course, the achievements of his criminal justice reform legislation, the first step back. Some black folks feel like because of these things, Trump has done more for black folks than any president ever. Uh, well, in particular, President Barack Obama. Well, sadly, black people aren't used to getting anything aren't used to getting anything from the government uh but a foot up their ass so when a few crumbs are given back black folks lose their damn minds and that's what happened to jack brewer because as the event was winding down jack brewer said this to donald trump i don't want to interrupt but i gotta say this because it's black history month man you the first black president uh, play it one more time i don't want to interrupt but i gotta say this because it's black history month man you the first black president uh, now, there's a, quite a few reasons this is lame. The first reason is clearly because in 2008, America elected the first black president named Barack Hussein Obama. Now, whether or not you feel he did enough for the black community, that's irrelevant. He's still black. He's still a black man. So to erase his blackness or position him as anti-black because you feel he didn't do anything for the black community, that's whack. All right? The second reason this is super lame to me is because black people, I don't care how cool you think a white person is, stop labeling them as black. Okay? I don't care how they dress. I don't care how they talk. I don't care how they dance. I don't care what they do for you. Don't label white people as black ever. Okay, liberals, Democrats, this goes for y'all too. All right, RIP to the late, great Toni Morrison. Uh, back in 1998, she wrote an article for the New Yorker, and she was talking about the mistreatment President Clinton was receiving um, from the Whitewater real estate scandal to his affair with White House intern Monica Lewinsky. And she wrote how the presidency was being stolen from us, and she suggested that black men could relate to Clinton. So she wrote, white skin notwithstanding, Bill Clinton was our first black president. Now, this was bad, all right? When you go back and read some of the reasons why Toni Morrison called Bill the first black president, let me read them to you. Uh, she wrote, blacker than any actual black person who could ever be elected in our children's lifetime. After all, Clinton displays almost every trope of blackness. 
single parent household, born poor, working class, saxophone playing, McDonald's and junk food loving boy from Arkansas. A lot of black folks ran with that. Okay, they ran with that. Uh, that Clinton is one of us because he comes from a single family household because he played the sax on Arsenio and because he loved McDonald's and junk food. We got a couple examples of black folks uh, running with that, don't we? Play, play them. Call myself an independent. Okay, but that's so, what we're talking about. Because I'm a big Bill Clinton party. fan. But I love. He's the real first black president. I love Bill. Okay, who is that? J.J. Walker. J.J. Walker. Uh, we got uh, Morgan Freeman, too. Let me hear Morgan Freeman. I was playing golf with uh, Bill Clinton not too long ago, and I said, you know, people are saying uh, Obama's the first black president, and he's not. He's the first mixed-race president. You're the first black president. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know where that went. I don't know. It's okay. People to this day still call Bill Clinton the first black president. LeBron James just did it on his IG back in January. And my question for all you black folks who call these white folks like Trump or Clinton the first black president, why are you so easily impressed? Okay, you call Clinton the first black president because he fits all these negative stereotypes of black people? Never mind the fact he ruined African-American families with welfare reform efforts in the 94 crime bill, which led to mass incarceration. Y'all Negroes call Trump the first black president, even though when it comes to the economy, Trump's tax laws just Unfortunately, hurt black folks. Y'all call Trump the first black president, even though he rolled back Obama-era efforts geared toward protecting black students from discrimination and school punishment. Y'all call Trump the first black president, even though he weakened Obama-era protection on policing. Okay, y'all call Trump the first black president, even though he's encouraged harsher sentences for drug offenses, including non-violent ones. Y'all call Trump the first black president, even though he defended white supremacists and refused to denounce the KKK. Look, I understand if you think Trump has done some things that have helped black people. I understand if you think Bill Clinton was cool. But black, neither one of them will ever be. Now, let's be clear. If you want to say Donald Trump is the first nigga president, I'm all for that. Because even though we use that word as a term of endearment, we all know that the root meaning of the word nigga is ignorance. And Donald Trump is absolutely ignorant as hell. But labeling him the first black president because he gave you a few, few crumbs off his table, knock it off. Now, let's be clear about something. Even though some of these liberals still refer to Bill Clinton as the first black president, it's important to note that Toni Morrison in 2008 said that people misunderstood the phrase about Clinton. She said, and I quote, I was deploring the way in which President Clinton was being treated. The sex scandal that was surrounding him, I said he was being treated like a black on the street, already guilty, already a perp. I have no idea what his real instincts are in terms of race, end quote. Now, in light of everything we've seen Donald Trump get away with, Tony Morrison is right. Trump is the epitome of white privilege. Another reason he could never be the first black president. But compared to how he's treated, yes, Bill Clinton got treated like a black man. But Tony Morrison said something here that black conservatives who called Donald Trump the first black president and black liberals who called Bill Clinton the first black president need to understand. This line right here. I have no idea what his real instincts are in terms of race. That right there is key. Okay, no matter how much you like a white person, no matter how much you trust a white person, you never know what their true instincts are in terms of race. So don't you never, ever, ever think they are one of us because I guarantee you that no matter how much you shuck and jive, no matter how much you dance for Massa, they will never, ever think you are one of them. Your black ass needs to remember that. Please let Remy Ma give Jack Brewer the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, indeed. Now, earlier during the rumors, uh, Yee was reporting about Eva. She was on uh, Wendy, right? Yes, and she was talking about changing her daughter's last name to her husband's last name. Let's hear it. Sterling, yes, like everybody else. changed her name this past year. It was, we went through a lot to do it, but... The- How much more before the actual 
uh, process is done. Adopt well, the name change is illegal. So now we have to go through the adoption process. And I mean, he's making it a little bit easier for us, acting crazy in the public. Well, Life Jennings, he, uh, I guess, seen this and spoke about it. What did Life Jennings say, ye? Yeah, he had a problem with that. And uh, he basically just thought it was foul to do that to the father, to change the last name just because you're with somebody new. And that if somebody like Kevin McCall is still trying to be in his daughter's life, he doesn't think that that should be allowed. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have a discussion. 800-585-1051. Is it acceptable to change your child's last name? Let's talk about it. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we are talking about Eva. She was on uh, Wendy Williams' show, and she talked about her child and changing her child's last name. Let's hear it. Sterling, yes, like everybody else. changed her name this past year. It was, we went through a lot to do it, but... The, How much more before the actual uh, process is done? Adopt, well... The name change is illegal, so now we have to go through the adoption process. And, I mean, he's making it a little bit easier for us, acting crazy in the public. Well, I guess Life Jennings seen that, and he didn't like that too much, are you? He said, I think this is so whack, changing your daughter's last name from her father's to somebody else's, especially when the father tries to see her. The daughter don't have anything to do with their beef, and what kind of man allows that ish piss me off? So we're asking 800-585-1051, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? What do you think, Charlamagne? I mean, I got to know the context of the situation. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it just out of spite, just because you don't like your baby daddy because he don't want to be with you and you got a new man now, that's whack. But, I mean, what about if, if, if you the, got a deadbeat daddy. Yeah, what about if it's a deadbeat daddy, the dad's not around, the dad is, is not taking care of the child? I have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, by the way, the, the, son shouldn't, the son or the daughter shouldn't want to wear the name of a deadbeat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either situation, but... You know, with, with, with Kevin McCall, I mean, we all know Kevin McCall has problems uh, mentally. But it does seem like he is trying to take care of his daughter. It seems like he goes to court. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if he's abusive. I don't know. You know what I mean? But in a situation, if there is a deadbeat dad, and I'm taking it away from that situation, if the dad is not in the child's life and he's not even helping no way whatsoever, no. I, I say change that name immediately. What do you think, E? Well, and I just want to point out that we did have this couple on from family or fiancé. And uh, Dre and LaShonda, and they had a similar situation. Listen to this. Now, another big issue is your children. So, LaShonda, you have kids. Dre, you don't have kids, but right. these are your daughters now. Right. And you guys are talking adoption, right? But without the biological father's consent, from what I gathered from watching the episode. The show makes it look like it's a concern to do it without consent. My kid's father haven't been around in four years. He was gone before Dre got here. So that's where the adoption thing comes in. It's not like we're trying to replace somebody. He's not an active yeah. father financially. His presence isn't there. So she's changing her daughter's last names, too, because the father is not in the children's life. And the daughters actually want to change their last name to her husband's last na name. He's the one that's taking care of them and doing everything. And legally, if a woman wants to change her children's last names, she either has to get consent from the biological father. And if he doesn't give consent, he can object to it. And then she has to get a petition and then go to court. And he can show up to court and say he doesn't want that to happen. And then the judge has to decide. So that's how it goes down legally. But I do feel like whoever um, 
is the father if the mother chooses to do that and the father is causing issues or he's not in the child's life or not holding up his responsibilities and he's not really a dad. And if the last name is Zimmerman, you definitely want to change they that one. You don't want to walk around with that last name. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Karina from Jersey City. Hey, Karina from Jersey City. Is it acceptable to change your child's last name? I don't think it is because at the end of the day, that's that father's child. You get what I'm saying? Like, a stepfather could come in and raise the kid, and that's all fine, but it doesn't take away the fact that that's the, the father's child. You get what I'm saying? It's a legacy that kind of goes on. It's a bloodline. You know, you can always acknowledge a stepfather for always doing the good and, you know, give them praise with the kid, but you can't take away the main dad's last name. Okay. Hello, who's this? Sheila from Jersey. Hey, Mama. Jersey's on a check and heavy. So what do you think? Is it acceptable <laughs> to change your child's last name? No, I don't agree with that. Explain. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't agree with that because no matter how much you don't like your kid's dad or no matter how crazy he might act or no matter what he does, um, changing the last name is not going to change the DNA. It's not going to change who the father is. So you have to get over that. And on top of that, like, you're you're falsifying an image of somebody that's not true. Like, that's not her dad. And if one day it doesn't work out between you two, now he legally is her dad, and that's not really her dad. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's well, stupid. It, it's petty. It doesn't make the other uh, person your dad. They would have to actually adopt the children. So if the, the kids aren't adopted, even if you're married, right? The no, husband but I'm, still- I'm talking about, like, the, the, the image that you're portraying to your children. Now, what if your kids that? are like, I want to have the same last name as you and my dad, you know, the stepfather? Well, I mean, that's a choice that they have to make and the two parents should come to a, you know, to a middle ground with. That would be their choice. But if, if they're not old enough to make those type of decisions, just saying that because whatever the situation is, you know, like some kids, they grow up and they're told this is their dad, this is their dad. And that's what they think, you know, like. Okay. So, what I if the biological father is absent from the children's life? Um, I mean, me personally, I don't agree in that. My father was not was not in my life either, and my mother still maintained our last name as his. I mean, I guess that would be up to the child when they grow up to decide if they want to do that or not. Okay. Thank but you, Mama. I just, I just wouldn't do that. Okay. 800-585-1051. We're asking, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking, is it acceptable to change a child's last name? Now, it came from Eva. She was on Wendy. She uh, talked about changing her child's last name. Uh, Life Jennings, he said he had a problem with it. So we're just taking your calls. Now, Yee said, what do you say, Yee? I think that it all is a case-by-case scenario. If a woman feels like, I'm married again, this is my children's father, the the stepfather, he's the one that's really raising them, the other father is absent from their life, then I think, yes, that's completely acceptable. But if it's a situation where there's a co-parenting going on, and I, I think it is disrespectful to change it. Yeah, yeah, if you're just doing it out of spite to be evil just because you mad at your baby daddy because y'all not together, that's whack. But if he's actually a deadbeat and he's not doing anything for his child and he's not trying to be in his child's life, I don't have a problem with it. I don't it. got a problem with it either. I mean, I, you do what's best for the child. If, if that man is not there, not in that child's life, doesn't want to be in that child's life, I don't want to hurt the child. I change the last name and, and, and move on. That's and, just my opinion. And if you got last names like Weinstein, okay. Zimmerman... 
Kelly, Cosby. I can see why you would want to change the name. My goodness. Hello, who's this? This is Spoon from Dayton, Ohio. Hey, is it acceptable to change your child's last name? Um, I, I think it just really depends on the circumstances. Explain. Um, okay, and the reason why I say that is, you know, my daughter, her father is not in her life and never been in her life, which mm-hmm. is fine, but she still has his last name. And... um. I don't tell her, like, bad things about her dad. You know, she can find out on her own, just like my mom told me about my dad. Damn. But um, I don't think a name defines a person. Now, if you have, you know, someone new in your life and they you want to spend the rest of their life with you and, you know, you know, you and your kids are a package deal. And if that dad is not, you know, in that child's life, I don't see a problem with it being, but it's... You know, then you got these bitter baby moms. Mm. You know, you got these, you know, baby moms that, you know, couldn't change the man's life with a child. And, um, you know, being used as a, 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 a tactic to attack. Right. You know, so, um, a, you know, a baby is not a pawn, you know. Right. So whatever that child's name is, leave that baby alone. Okay. But, you know, that child, I think it is also like, as we always talk about women Thank taking you, the husband's name after marriage. I think for kids, if you live in a house with the mom and the stepfather and that's who you know is your dad and you call him dad, you might want to have the same last name. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Nathan out of Orlando, Florida. Good What's, morning, Angela. Good morning. What up, bro? Peace, is, King. Is it acceptable to change your child's last name, brother? Nah, nah, brother. I don't think it is, man. I, I want to share experience. I'm glad you got picked up. I actually had an ex-wife who tried to do that to me, and I would like to use her government if that's okay with y'all. Uh, uh, just the first name, please. Sandra. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't. South Carolina. Charlemagne. <laughs> I already know you got you a nice country uh, ass gal. Yep. Tried to do that to your boy, and I think that's hateful and disrespectful to a man. I don't think another uh, nobody should do anything like that. Were well, you in your child's life? Are you in your child's life? I am my child's wife. I love my kids very much. I'm a Virgo, and you already know how we do. That's right. Love our kids. Okay. Take care of our home. So what happened? Did she try to do it legally, and then you blocked it? Uh, she she talked about trying to do it, and then she got a lawyer to try to do it, and then I, you know, kind of paid a little bit of money out there, and, you know, they dropped the whole thing. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, brother. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral know. of the story is that every case is different, though, and you there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to family, so... I think whatever decision you make, it always has to be in the best interest of your children and not in your own selfish best interest. The moral of the story is y'all better stop uh, picking who y'all mate with like y'all rolling dice in the back of a moving goddamn pickup truck, okay? <laughs> That's what y'all better stop doing, all right? Take care of your kids, uh, exactly. man. Exactly. When you lay down with these, when you lay down with people, man, d- d- you know, think about spending the rest of your life with this person because you never know. This person might give you a disease you can't get rid of. This person might give you a baby. Or better yet, you might grow to love this person and be married to him the rest of your life. Either way, that's all forever. Just pick the right forever when you're dealing with these people, okay? Uh, yeah, maybe y'all should all watch Love is Blind on Netflix. Take care of your babies. <laughs> we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Jennifer Lopez. She was on with Oprah. You know, she Oprah's doing her tour right now. Is that and- what she felt? Yes, her uh, 2020 Vision Your Life in Focus tour. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. There we go. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Oprah. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. 
is the rumor report? The Breakfast Club. Well, as y'all know, Oprah's on her 2020 Vision Your Life on Focus tour, and she fell at a really inopportune time on stage. Listen to this. Wellness to me means all things in balance, and balance doesn't mean all things are equal or at peace at all times. Damn. Shoes. What was the universe trying to say with that? Because she was talking about balance, balance and she right. fell. Does that mean Oprah isn't at peace? That all things aren't equal in Oprah's life? Mm-hmm. Well, she said wrong shoes as she was getting herself up. Now 50 Cent took the opportunity to post and said, what the F happened here? Michael Jackson's ghost trip her ABC for life. Stars get the app. And Snoop Dogg said Michael and Kobe. You know what else was crazy? What's Nobody that? rushed to help Oprah up. Like she sat I was there watching for it for a second. Yeah, I was like, damn, where were the people at? She sat there for a second and even said something into the mic about her shoes. No, I didn't see nobody rushing on stage to help Oprah. That was kind of wild. Did she to me. Well, maybe she it was nothing. Yeah, I didn't see. Maybe they said she was okay and was gonna just get up. I don't know. But she posted Sunday reading and icing. Thank you all for your kind wishes. Yes, I slipped on stage and I'm now a meme. But so grateful to be only a little sore. Turning the day into what Michelle Obama calls self care Sunday. Plus, she old enough. How old is Oprah? Like sixty something. Uh, I don't know her exact age. Yeah, you, you're at that age where you can just fall whenever you want to. All right, now, Jennifer Lopez was on the tour as well, and amongst the things that she talked about was... Uh she talked about why she and Alex Rodriguez aren't in a rush to get married. She said, if we're going to be together for the rest of our lives, what is the rush? If that's what we're really going to do, if we're really going to be partners, if we're really going to try to build something together that we both never had or never felt like we had, which is a family with a husband and a wife and a mother and a father, and we embrace all our children, we show them it's something that we didn't have. So no rush because they're going to be together forever anyway. So and she then- did the interview after she fell? Uh, it might have been, I don't know, it might have uh, been before. This was on Saturday. Okay. All right, now, in addition to that, she also says that she felt like she let everyone down after the Hustlers Oscar snub. It was a little bit of a letdown. Also, I felt like my whole team, like I said, most of my team has been with me for years, 20, 25 years, and I think they had a lot of hopes on that. Yeah. Like, they wanted it, too, yeah. and I felt like I let everybody down a little bit. Yeah, but you didn't. I know, but I felt like that. Why Why she think that's her fault? She's not the one uh, handing out the Oscar nominations. I mean, you know, she probably just felt like, man, I wish we would have did it for the team. But it's not her fault, of course. Now, Public Enemy has announced that Flavor Flav is no longer part of the group. Chuck D recently said uh, before that he was give, giving Flavor Flav one year to get his act together. But now I guess that before that time has come... He said, Public Enemy and Public Enemy Radio will be moving forward without Flavor Flav. We thank him for his years of service and wish him well. Now, they said the last draw was long ago. He said, it's not about Bernie with Flav. And this is all because uh, Flavor Flav hit uh, Bernie Sanders with a cease and desist for actually using his unauthorized likeness and image to promote an event. It was a rally. And Chuck D was part of that. And... I guess Flavor Flav didn't want to be, didn't want his image used. So he said, while Chuck is certainly free to express his political view as he sees fit, his voice alone does not speak for Public Enemy. The planned performance will only be Chuck D, a Public Enemy. It will not be a performance by Public Enemy. Those who truly know what Public Enemy stands for and know what time it is, there is no Public Enemy without Flavor Flav. And I guess Chuck D's response to say, actually, yes, there is. That is kind of interesting, though. I mean, if you are a group, right? You know, Chuck D and, owns the name. And 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 owns, but owns I'm saying, it. if you're doing something for a presidential candidate, what if the other people in the group don't want don't want to endorse that presidential candidate. Well, Chuck D actually owns the Public Enemy name and everything about it, but mm. there is that like Public Enemy is Chuck D and Flavor Flav, right. Terminator and X. Terminator X. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I think a Professor Griff too. Prof- yep, yep. 
But that I, is the group. That is the that is the group. You can't well, uh, you can't kick him out anymore. He just did. Yeah, I mean he could say it, but that's still right. a group. You just you just can't. All right, now Waka Flocka, he was on Everyday Struggle and he had a confession. Listen to this. I'm gonna be upfront, honest with you. By like 2012, 2013, I had $30 million. Why was I rapping? I wanted to be rich. So from that time to right now, I want to figure out how can I become a billionaire mm. and a multi-millionaire off of business. Cause I did it with rap. I was a whack rapper. Like I knew I was whack, but I was real. See what I'm saying? My realness overcame my wackness. He also says his hip hop idols and were people who were hardcore lyricists like Nas, KRS, one and others, and he's just not near them. Well, I would never call Waka a whack rapper because I didn't consider what Flocka did rap music. He was a crunk artist. And some artists who did crunk like, say, Lil Scrappy or Bull Hagen or the Young Bloods, Pastor Troy, to me, they could actually rap. But some dudes who did crunk just had the energy, and that's what Flocka was to me. But I'm more interested in knowing, how did Waka Flocka make $30 million? Of music. Mm-hmm. $30 million? Yeah. He has some big hit songs, probably mm. performances and everything. Let me hear that again. Let me hear What year was this? 2012, he said. 20, $30 million? You know what $30 million is to have at one time? Well, I guess he's saying that's what he did. I got to talk to Flock about that. I don't I'm not going to say I don't believe him, but I don't believe him. But I have no, <laughs> reason, I have no, I have no reason not. See, I, don't, I have no reason not to believe him. Correct. But Flock ain't never been we don't a liar. Know. We don't know what he did or what he did with his yeah. money. But I would love to. He I, was I, a definitely a touring artist and toured just not in, in urban. He toured urban. He toured poppy. He, he made a lot. He but said 30 million is a lot of money. $30 million is a lot of money to have at one time. I, I need to have a conversation with Flocker. Because think about it. I think about DMX, right? When DMX's wife was up here years ago. Right. She said at the height. Of DMX's fame, they had like $32 million in the bank. But DMX was way That's my bigger point. than Waka Flocka. Okay, That's according to reports, point. he made he had a $20 million deal with Atlantic, that his contract. So maybe he didn't have $30 million cash, Correct. but maybe he had that deal that was worth $20 million and he's counting that as assets as I look this up. The way he said it, he said he had, he had $30, $30 million million in the bank. In liquid. I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure it out. All right. All right. Book right. Waka Flocka for an interview. I need to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, that is your <laughs> rumor report. Flocka, my guy. Don't salute the flock. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. We're going to start off with some uh, Method Man. Today is Method Man's birthday. So let's talk to Method Man. Shout out, John, John. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that was out in Charlotte for CIAA. Had a great time. It's the last time it's going to be in Charlotte. They're moving it to Baltimore next year. So shout to everybody. Shout to Chris. Shout to DJ Louis V. Shout to all the promoters. Shout to Stats. All the clubs down there. An amazing food. I had a great time in Charlotte. And everybody who came out to show love. Yeah, and everybody that came and show love. And a lot of people came up to me and said, you know, can can you do a a seminar in Charlotte, real estate seminar? So we're going to try to get one together. I really enjoy Charlotte. I have a great time each and every year. I'm going to miss it CIAA. Hopefully... is a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Queen City's actually a city that you know that you that you could easily fly down with your wife and just enjoy something. Like you know how like certain comedy shows mm-hmm. or certain concerts come and if you're looking at the, the the schedule and you're like, oh, that's in Charlotte. You know what? Let's fly down to Charlotte and go watch the show. Yeah, I had a good time, man. Shout out to the Ballantine. It's the hotel we stay at. The Ballantine is always. Oh yeah, they amazing. tell me you were asking for me at the front desk. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, did she check in yet? I ain't see it yet. Then a guy hit me. He was like, uh, Envy was down here asking if you checked in, but I didn't want to give too much information. I was like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> shout out to everybody at the Ballantine too. Yes, um, and I also want to shout out because you know I've been talking about this show Love Is Blind, but I hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So I started binge watching yesterday. So I saw like the first five episodes. 
episodes. Mm -hmm. It is a really interesting show to watch. They actually spoofed it on Saturday Night Live over the weekend, too. Really? And when I was saying I wanted to see it, a lot of people were hitting me up in my DMs, like, oh my God, you put me on. I st They started watching it before me. Wow. So it is interesting. Imagine you get to just have conversations with somebody through a wall. And then you have to choose who you want to be with just strictly off conversations, not knowing what they look like. Okay. Elizabeth, I want to salute to Mayor Pete, too. You know Mayor Pete suspended his campaign. Uh, that's my guy. I like Mayor Pete. I like the fact he had a specific black agenda, the Douglas plan. He's got a very bright future in politics. He might end up in the city. He might end up governor of Indiana. He might end up in somebody's White House cabinet. Who knows? But either way, uh, Pete Buttigieg will be around. So salute to Mayor Pete. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, also shout to... Uh Romeo and Master P for joining us this morning. Yes, they stopped growing through. up hip hop. Well, mm -hmm. formerly from growing up hip hop. That's right. But they did give us some amazing uh, rap snacks. <laughs> yeah, they did. I don't blame they got them. the new Biggie flavor. I don't blame them for uh, leaving growing up hip hop because I be seeing some commercials from growing up hip hop. The commercial I saw with Dame Dash and his kids looks crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. That promo looked nuts. Yeah, if that's yeah. what they making people do on that show. I don't want. Well, I wouldn't now, want no I can't parts imagine they either. made Damon Dash do that. Or what the you kids. Mean? They well, I mean, they set up. Them. They set up the scenario. Yeah, we, you know, and you it, act how you act. Yeah, but they set up the scenario. We all, we, we've all know that these reality shows are very, very, very scripted. And they set up those scenarios to cause conflict based off real-life situations. If that's what they're making people do, I don't want no parts of it. I wouldn't want to be. If I was Romeo and P, I, I wouldn't want to be a part of that either. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just don't get it. And, I mean, I hope that, that Dame Dash and his kids get the help that they really need and not on that 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 show because that, that that was nasty. I think that's what Romeo meant when Romeo was saying when he tweeted out like, yo, they try to make you go against your parents. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, nah. Not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. on TV anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, positive note, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Um... Forensic Files. I know you guys don't watch Forensic Files. I do so. You watch it? Yeah, I used to always watch Forensic Files. My wife watches it you so much. You can't not watch Forensic I've been Files. It's always on. She's to kill me now because she knows how to get rid of everything. She knows about fingerprints, the dust, the pollen, all the stuff, the, like the bugs in certain areas. I'd be like, you scare me, babe. That's crazy when you think about stuff like that because I thought about that when um, I was in LA over the weekend. And me and my wife was leaving out the hotel. And all I said, I said, you know how much of our DNA is in here right now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, so y'all a little freaky, see? I, we wasn't talking about that type of DNA. I was talking about fingerprints. What you mean DNA comes from all over the place? Oh, oh. oh you can sleep about? in the bed. You can just be in a shower. Then you can be on the toilet. DNA comes from all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, leave us on a positive note. Listen, man, the positive note today comes from Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, he's one of my favorite spiritual uh, advisors, one of my favorite authors. He says, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?